Blog Talk Radio. Hello, have I been muted? Hello? I can, I can hear you. Okay, so, so you, could you hear me all along? No. Oh, my goodness. So let me start again. Oh, gosh. Here we go. <laughs> it's Sunday evening. Oh, my goodness. Sunday evening, December 13, 2020, and it is now 8.03 Eastern Time. Where are you all from? Uh, we want to thank you for call, for calling in, for live streaming with us, or for listening in to Stephen Burke's 89.9 KLRB in Oklahoma, if that's where you're from. Otherwise, um, if you're not listening via the phone, then you're listening via Marty Oakley's TS Radio Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Now, as we merge these Sunday nights and expand on the, the topics, conversations, and demographics, Welcome to Tanya Talks Views and News, where we, uh, where I plan on having just all kinds of topics about the things that are going on uh, in our world today. Views and news. We welcome civil discussion. We will. We welcome even heated debate as long as it's civil heated debate. We welcome what interests you. I want to say hello to my mother, who I bet you is listening. Hi, mom. Mom, if you want to comment, all you have to do is. Press one. <laughs> and and um, I bet you Marty will let you on. Maybe next time, huh, Mom? But either way, thank you, Mom, for listening in, and you're welcome to just press one anytime because I know she sits there and listens every Sunday night. God bless her. I love you, Mom. <laughs> uh, it is going to be a show that probably flies right by, but we've got about uh, – Oh, about an hour and 35 minutes, uh, or about, uh, forgive me, about an hour and 25 minutes to, uh, or 20 minutes now to go on and talk and talk and talk um, about the things that are really on our mind, the things that we're seeing in the news, things we're not seeing in the news. We're going to talk about the insights of oversight, 
and the undersite that's happening. Gee, we can look at undersite as um, maybe some negligence or just maybe some mistakes. Uh, we can look at oversight as overreach. This is about government oversight, um, and it's about government undersight or agencies, districts, cities, towns. Okay, we get the picture. So undersight could be an example of, okay, undersight. Hmm, I'm scratching my head right now. Background checks on interns with access to uh information that is only uh, that is sensitive information um, that has to do with protection, health and well-being. I don't care where you're from. The one on my mind is from China. Uh, but are you kidding me? You don't do background checks on that? Okay. Uh, oversight, overreach. I'm just giving examples. Because, you know, I want all kinds of uh, views on this information, okay? And what you out there and what you who are, who are on now with us consider to be oversight and undersight, overreaching, uh, oversight, you know, do should we have to wear masks? What about all these people that are hurting that have businesses? What about people that aren't able to work because they're not allowed to go to work when there appears to be no true proof of most of these businesses that have had to shut down or are about ready to shut down, um, that shutting down will save lives. So let's talk. Right now I know that uh, we've got Tina Gertz on with us. Hi, Tina. Hi, Donna. <laughs> Tina and I, uh, we, we've partnered up with Journeys to Justice Incorporated, and uh, we have our own show uh, that we're doing um, this Thursday night. You want to talk a little bit about that for a moment, just to get people primed up for it? Sure. Thursday night is going to be very interesting with um, a gentleman who actually has some suggestions on how to fix some of the issues that are going on in Oklahoma prisons and reform that will help. Right. And not only Oklahoma prisons, but, but prisons in general. Well, any prisons, yes. Any, any prison. Right. So um, last Tuesday, uh, Marty Oakley had a whistleblowers show on, on, um, you know, a spot that, I'm usually on, uh, but, but she asked if we could, you know, do it on Tuesday nights because we have a great listenership for uh, Tuesday nights. It has to do with um, issues with Department of Corrections. And uh, so I I was thrilled when she wanted to do this show uh, with DJ Vodica, who, who took on the Corrections Department, the largest prison in the country, Anyone, but he's still uh, anyone. Um, he was basically denied whistleblower uh, rights and access because that's how stonewalled he was. But him and his brave attorney uh, um, pretty much saved saved the day for him. Uh, but yet, this Mom, man is still. 
Huh? No. And, and this man, and this man, uh, this man is uh, he blew he he ultimately uh, exposed some really bad stuff. And uh, actually, he's coming back on this Tuesday night. For anybody who is listening, he's going to come on my show. Uh, but Marty uh, asked me to co-host that, and that was awesome. So I want to thank Marty very much for that to co to have the privilege and pleasure of co-hosting that show with her. Um, and so we also have James Treat on with us right now. So James Treat, how are you? Thank you for joining us, Good. Level C corporate executive who also uh, uh, went to law school for a while. How are you? And thank you. Doing well, thank you. And who else do we have on with us right now? I heard somebody else talking. Is that Michael School? Richard no. Rush? Uh, Richard? I'm here. Can you hear me, Tanya? Yeah, Richard. Tanya. Okay. I yes. didn't know if she cued me in because we lost Marty here a while back. So. Oh, no. Okay. No, when I first got on and she was talking and then she was gone, I didn't know if I was on or not. So. Okay. All right. So we've got Richard, who is um, uh, Richard. Can you say who you are? I'm Richard Roush, <laughs> uh, city council member in Wetumpka, Oklahoma. This is awesome. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, Marty. Were you speaking up? Any? Okay. So anybody Shade else what? would like to call? Were you speaking up? I'm sorry. Did I miss you? No, no. Um, I wanted to let you know your your board is full, and uh, yeah, I got bounced out. The system locked up on me. I had to sign clear out and come back in. So I apologized to everybody that was sitting in queue, and uh, but we're up and running. So, and the board is full. So anybody who tries to call won't be able to get through. Is that what you're saying? Right. Well, I've got a whole bunch of lit up numbers here. So, um, okay, people that are that want to come on? to speak. So, yeah. Okay, good. Good. Okay, so um, anybody who is in queue, uh, who has who has requested to speak, hang in there. We're uh, we're going to have a, a a pretty darn open forum. We're just going to spend about five or ten minutes uh, talking, and then we'll open it up to uh, maybe ten minutes. We're going to talk amongst uh, the four of us, and then we're going to open it up to more um, to more people, just to give your news, your views, um, your feelings about the oversight and the undersight. Uh, so Tina, Tina, I know that you had mentioned earlier uh, uh, that there's actually this, um, there's a whole bunch of states that are suing Facebook. Now I'm just curious, what does uh, the people that are on right now, do you feel there was undersight regarding the forums such as Facebook and, uh, and Twitter and whatnot? Um, Tina, what did you find out about what states are involved in this? Well, there's, it's easier to say which states are not involved. There's only four states that are not involved, and that's Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, and South Dakota. Huh. The rest of them are suing. Okay. Well, hopefully well they're just late to the show and they will jump on board because I believe that everybody – has a mm-hmm. has really you know been harmed by by this. Okay, and and what is the and what are they claiming in the suit? Well, they're claiming it's an illegal monop- monopoly 
Uh, they purchased, um, I'm sorry, I'm looking for it, so I don't, the WhatsApp and Instagram. Yep. And uh, that was years ago. Um, but they're saying that it's putting profits ahead of consumers' welfare and privacy. So Facebook has had privacy issues before. Right, privacy and anything about what is actually put out there and what they're censoring or claiming to be fake news. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, a landmark antitrust lawsuit. Yeah. Is what it is. I would I would certainly say so. I remember when we were going through that with I believe our telephone system. Um, I just kind of wish that there was intervention um, of the emergent kind, uh, you know, a, a while ago, like maybe a year ago, <laughs> right. you know, or, or, or sooner. Yeah, uh, because people like Marty Oakley and other hosts that she has on and, you know, we're all affected. We're doing great things out there and we're trying to, you know, spread the word. You know, we are alternative media people. We're alternative media. And we're who you can count on when you won't hear it from other people. Um, you know, that being said, it's important to open up, open up to anybody's feelings. Uh, and as long as people remain civil and, you know, you state your case, uh, other state theirs. Sometimes I'll state mine. Yeah, probably more than you want me to, but I'll do it anyways. Okay? <laughs> Doesn't you know? We're all up for debate. We're all up for um, you know what's real, uh, what we feel is real, and uh, it always helps when you've got some really important uh, verifying information behind it. So uh, <laughs> thank you, Tina, uh, for that. That was. Um, it's good. It's good. It's good to see that. I actually think I came across that, and I just didn't read it yet in a Vermont paper that Vermont is doing Facebook. So I kind of I, I like that. Thank you for bringing that to us tonight, uh, Richard mm-hmm. and James. What do you think specifically about Facebook or about other issues? Well, about let's just talk about the. Uh, you know, the Facebook media and whatnot, and then we'll go on from there. Do you feel that that's a good move to be suing them? <laughs> well, okay, that's, that's a yes. I, I that's already a know t- the answer to that. I know you that's and a, I, know, I know. Richard. Okay. Well, that's a two-sided All right, let's move point on to another from... subject. How about that? I know you have things uh, on your mind. Let's move on well, to another you... subject. Something that I've learned in the last couple of days, which is pretty inviting considering the circumstances around the election, and we're talking about certifying these votes, and we're talking about oversight, underside, whatever, but the certifying of the votes, who do you think is the actual oversight or will or can be the oversight to each state certifying their votes and submitting them? The answer is the president of the Senate. Who is the president of the Senate? Vice President Pence. What happens if Vice President Pence does not certify the vote? Oh. Well, then you go to 
Then you go to each state having one vote. I haven't verified this constitutionally or statutorily, but more than one constitutional scholar is presenting this as being the correct sequence of events. And it's not talked about. It hasn't been talked about. Regardless yeah, of the Texas lawsuit. I mean, I know lawsuit, we've seen it on re- alternative media. Richard Roush, I want you to chime in with this too, please. I'm here. I was waiting. <laughs> on what part of that? The Facebook thing or the or the actual? Whatever you want. Whatever the, you want. And then, well, and you then know, I'm going to ask Marty to let other callers, you know, come in and say what they have to say. And we'll see how... Uh, how well we can keep up with a roundtable as people are joining Right, us. right. Well, the thing is with Facebook, and you mentioned it about the phone companies. You know, uh, Southern Bell many, many years ago uh, was monopolizing the, the phone systems across the United States and, uh, you know, mostly in the southeast eastern part of the, of the country. But, you know, the the government stepped in and, and they said they could not monopolize, monopolize these, you know, so other companies were able to come. And, and, and they're very prosperous now because of that move. And I think Facebook, mm-hmm. when you look at those two articles, I read them here last week sometime where they spent uh, $7 million on Twitter and $1 million or something, and they bought this other company out. And now they have total control of the of that type of media. Um, and and they, can, they can say it's false. That, you know, they're controlling what we hear and see. And a lot of people are on Facebook, so they believe that stuff. Um, you can anything you put on there. It's just they're total control. They're monopolized it, and I think it needs to be broken up. Uh, you know, it's like the media Crazy. too right now. Well, the thing is this. Yeah. You know, used to be I'm only 55 years old, but I remember being able to watch a news story on anything, whether it was a president election or, or a debate or even just a story that was coming up in, in in our state. They gave you the facts and let you make your decision on what you thought of that situation. You know, now they're telling us what we, they want us to know, what they want us to think. And I'll leave it mm-hmm. at that for now. What do you okay, think? well, let me let me chime in here on, on Bell Telephone. That is a public utility. Very, very different. It once was a private corporation, but still a public utility, but very different from Facebook being a private corporation, and they simply are allowing you to use their platform. You can choose not to use their platform, but they're giving you the opportunity to use their platform, and it is not a public utility. You don't have to listen. Okay, but are you suggesting that it's okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. Are you suggesting that what, they're, what they've done is okay and uh, the monopoly issue shouldn't be broken up <clears throat> given, um, given the impact? Oh, well, goodness. you should go, after, you should go after Google. You should go after Google first and foremost for the uh, monopolistic practices. I mean, they're an oligopoly by definition, either way you want to look at it, both Google and them as an oligopoly. I think it's wrong that they censor what you put on there. And I'll put a caveat to that. No, I don't think profanity should be on there, blah, 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 blah. But what's good for the goose is good for the gander. So I do not like their algorithm to say that you you got a political view, well, we don't like that political view. We'll shut that off from the rest of the world. But again, well, you don't have to. Hearing but again, but, but again, you don't have to use the you don't have to use the platform. Okay, okay, but I was I was watching the well, hearing. Well, well, uh, you, 
you didn't, you didn't have to, and, and he was, you didn't have he to use your how, phone back in the day either. Sorry, Tanya. You didn't right. have to use your telephone back in the day either. Then the same thing. I see, I understand what James is saying, but you know, if you look at the stuff right. that they censor and you look at the people that that think like I think most of us on this show do, is how they're they're blocking so many things that people don't realize what they're trying to do. Weapon sales, mm-hmm. uh, animal sales. Uh, any kind of thing like that that they just completely throw off. And he's correct. We don't have to use that. But we didn't have to use our our phones back in the day either. But they still were, they were monopolizing it. And I think someone's going to step in and fix, well, you like had, you, you said. If you, if you were going to communicate you're, with you're another individual by tell by tell. Yes, but you did have to okay. use your phone for phone-to-phone communication back then. You had no other alternatives. You do have other social media alternatives. And yes, I am playing devil's advocate to it because I do think there is a se- there is a separation between a public utility and a private company, and a private mm-hmm. company is based on the free enterprise system. And America is a free enterprise, supposedly conducive system to operate in or government to operate. Okay, in. but if they're separate, if they are flagging and they're calling things false news, where some probably are. You know, okay. and some aren't, and it's heavily weighted. You know, are they taking away our own First Amendment rights if they are being biased as to who they allow to say what? Not if you're using their platform. It's their opinion. Okay, so now there's we, there's me we out there that apparently is the best platform, but uh, that is uh, similar. To Facebook, of course, there's Parler out there, uh, which is more of a conservative view. Even though you know they say that um, there's no censoring on that. Um, I'm merging into Parler. I'm going to jump on. I'm going to jump on me. We see what that's all about. Um, so, I, but I really don't know if there's any censoring there going on. Um, uh, Facebook certainly has um. turned out to be a, a platform that gives, you know, open access to uh, vitriol against uh, the conservatives or the Tea Party people that uh, believe that we need to have uh, more transparency and, uh, the, and that are siding and citing with um, what's happening right now uh, and the atrocities in, in in the government, if you feel if you're one of those that feel that there's a ton of fraud going on right now, I feel violated. You know, I'm not like oh my feelings are hurt, but I feel absolutely violated when I am censored and I see other things that are up there that are not. I think us um, advocates feel extremely violated and that they're hurting our cause when mm-hmm. um, we're censored uh, or we're limited on what we used to be up based on what we used to be able to do. So, um, you know, look, Zuckerberg sold a bunch of his shares a couple months ago and, and you know what? He, 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 he gets to laugh all the way to the bank, which he has been, but I, you know, it makes you wonder well, if you really care at this point. Let me give you a realistic example, Tanya. Stephen Burke owns Lighthouse Radio. It's a Christian radio station. That's his and Stephen, forum. Stephen, welcome your input. Right. 
that's his forum to allow that type or specific subject matter broadcasting. He doesn't have to broadcast opposing views to that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to broadcast secular subject matter if he doesn't want to. Right, but if, are he, you got, if are, he brought so under, under the assumption of what you stated about freedom of speech, he would be obligated to broadcast secular programming that he disagreed with. Well, he's a nonprofit, and in in the in the nonprofit paperwork, you 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 state what your mission is and what you're doing and whatnot and right. what your parameters are. So it's but a little it bit matter, different. But it, but it, no, but it wouldn't matter whether he was nonprofit or not. If he was for profit, it wouldn't matter. He still has the dominion over his subject matter broadcasting. Correct, because he's the only one who controls. I mean, primarily it's music. Correct. Right, but it, it, but it wouldn't matter whether he had five thousand shareholders or he was just a sole proprietor. They can still determine well, I, their I mean, subject matter. I mean, it's a point well taken. What do you guys think? Well, I think it's social media. You would expect people to be able to put their views on there because it is social media. It's not. Christian media, it's not um, Republican media, it's not Democrat media, it's social media. So everybody should have, be able to put their views out there. Okay, that being the case, why are you allowed to block individuals from commenting on your particular page or your own timeline? Are you not, are you not discriminating by blocking their views against their quote-unquote Freedom of speech? No, you, you're not because you have your own choice. Wait, right? So listen, websites and applications that enable users to create and share their content or to participate in social networking. Oh, so that's a definition. Okay. Well, I, I have a personal website. I don't have to allow you access to my website. I don't have is to it, publish it, your views on my website. Or is, right. Well, you just classified it as websites and social media. Websites and applications that appear that enable users to create and share content. Yeah. Well, that's you know what? That's a stumper. So, it's, it's it's certainly worthy of uh, of uh, more than just one show and, and topic. Marty, do you have somebody else that? Um, Marty, you want to start letting uh, some people in to comment and share what they have to say one by one, and, and let's see what other conversations we can get going on this roundtable. wonder if she got booted out. Marty? Let me see what we can find here. I'm just messaging her to let others on. She might have ran outside just for a second. 
for a quick cigarette or something. I don't know. All right. Uh, she does not look active right now. Okay, so let's move on to other subjects. How about that? You know, hopefully, hang in there if you're on, and if you want to come on, um, I'm sure Marty will be back inside. Um, hopefully, she's got her phone on her, and she'll see that I'm trying to reach her. Marty, are you there? Okay. Um, uh, so, all right. So, what else? Okay. Somebody wants to come on. I heard the bell, so that's a signal. All right, bear bear with us, whoever's trying to come on. She said the boards were lit up, so hopefully you will have your chance to come on. Uh, she probably just went out to have a quick cigarette, and we'll be back. Um, maybe she's uh, locked out, but I kind of think that she has the controls there. Um, okay, so let's talk about uh, what were your ideas when you called in tonight, Richard? My ideas on what what I was going to speak about, or yeah, undersight, oversight. Oh, well, well, you know, um, there, there, and I agree with everything that you were saying, and and I also agree with James. There, there, it's a it's a little different stipulation there, and and looking looking at it from you have to try to look at it from both perspectives. I know he's playing devil's advocate, which is fine. That's what a, a yeah. conversation should be be about, you know. Um, the the you know the undersight and oversight with all the things going on and you know prior to the election and prior to uh, Donald Trump being our president there was a lot of things in this country I felt that were incorrect we deal with them uh, James is dealing with them in his little town I dealt with them in his little town and that's where it all starts at I believe uh, the corruption just continues to grow then then it's the county then it's the state then it's the the government overall. Um, you know, uh, just so you know, Tanya, we spoke a little bit earlier. Uh, we have started a, a coalition here in Watumpka. We're probably, oh, I'd say 25 or more strong right now of local people and a few from some towns close by, Okima, uh, some prior service like myself, some not. But they're they're uh, patriots. And, and if you, you know, I don't want to read off what a patriot is. You can, <laughs> sorry, you can Google that. You can look it up definition of that uh, in this country, and they have done over you know 200 years or more in this country to to keep us where we need to be and have the rights that we you know we were founded on. Uh, you know we not only are we just that we're looking we do a lot of things here locally in the community. We've already done coat drives, uh, been involved with you know the the uh, local people here. We're we're all familiar with the police department. They know we're there if they need some assistance. Uh, we're doing some some very good training, medical training, maneuver training. You know, we're not just a group of people that. Uh, uh, how can I say that? Uh, that what people would look at a bunch of rednecks with guns that want to go out and and, and kill people. That's not what we're here for. Uh, we're basically looking at our constitutional rights, whether they're state constitution or federal, and we're going to do what we can for our community between now and then. But if we have to stand up for that, that's what we're here for, also. Mm-hmm. And and by that you mean uh, depending on what happens over the next month or so, the next month or so, or two years from now, or anything else, where uh, our government, I, we if we feel our government is stepping over the boundaries of our our constitutional rights, then we have to do our protest or 
uh, lobby with our uh, local government or our state governments to um, get the things put back the way they're supposed to be. Yeah, I, I mean, it really does not take um, a brain surgeon to uh, to decipher and, and to translate what's in the declarations. It's pretty clear. And it's also pretty clear that there are no immunities either. And, you know, so when we see, oh, such and such is immune, well, no, 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 no. And uh, and I believe that um, Im- immunity in regard to appointed or voted in should exist only, only when there is an error, and that upon notice of that error, hoping that it is not too late, that it is corrected. Now, if that's a, a wrongful conviction because of malfeasance on the prosecutor's part or others, um, then that's a whole other story, right? That's a whole other story. That is that no immunity, no immunity. If uh, you know, and and this is what we need to be very, very careful of when we're looking at the death penalty now, because there are those, in my opinion, because there are those that are facing the death pen- penalty that I feel that they have not, and I know for a fact some have not had a fair trial, and uh, due process has not happened. Um, so, and that's without giving an opinion on the death penalty. As far as is it right or not? What's not yeah. right? Yeah, I'm okay. Who's there? Okay, so who's there? We'd love to hear from you. Who gets your hair stuck? Uh, Hello. Hello. Hi. Would you like to make a comment? Yes, ma'am. Okay, hi. Would you like to tell us who you are and what you're thinking? Khalil, and um, I um, have feel like um, the Constitution is a great thing, and I feel that, you know, we should all respect it, but um, I don't have a problem with people that, you know, like, I like what he's doing. You know, he's not, he's being a responsible gun owner, and see, um, one of the things that... Who are you um, referring to? The guy on the radio, I really like his ideas. Okay. Oh, Richard. Yeah. Yep. My only Absolutely. problem, not not with him, but my only problem with most of the gun rights people is they don't. They're a lot of them are selfish. I'm not saying he is, but a lot of them mm-hmm. are selfish, and a lot of them don't see. They only see their rights, and they don't see anybody else's rights. But then willing to call everybody else hypocrites for something that's not even hypocrisy. Okay. But can you give an example of that? I can appreciate that in, that uh, input. Can you give an like example? Stephen, it sounds like you might have had to deal with that. Stephen Crowder. This guy says it's not hypocrisy to oppose abortion rights but support gun rights. But yet he's calling other people hypocrites. But yet he's calling other people hypocrites for wanting to ban Muslims but not wanting gun control. And then I've seen it a lot. Like you shoot a fake gun in a movie that's not even real or you're a responsible gun owner or you 
you have someone that, that owns a gun that's like a government official that's gone through training. Because civilians mm-hmm. don't have to go through training most of the time like the police do in military right. security. They're a hypocrite. But yet you can't call them out for not wanting officers to be equally equal, have equal amounts of firepower or the fast and the furious thing or even, you know, other things like that. It's like it's always a straw man. It kind of makes me mad. And then another thing is anytime there talks about, there's talk about officers being outgunned, there's deflection on to how it's about gun control. It's never about how do we, how do we make it an even playing field. It's never mm-hmm. about that. It's always about gun control. And like movies like um, 44 Minutes and In the Line of Duty, that it was not talking about specifically gun control. It was talking more about officers that didn't have their, enough firepower. And I just don't like the self-centeredness of bringing up gun control when they're talking about officers being outgunned and all this other stuff about how every shooting is a hoax. It's like I'm not saying all of people who are against gun control is like that, but most of them, the ones are. They don't really care about anybody but themselves. And I respect people like Jesse Jesse Ventura and Adam Kilkeff, but I don't respect people like Alex Jones. Because people like him, they they are so phony, and they only support gun control when it comes to, like, the um, Fast and the Furious, and they only want to speak about gun, the problem with someone committing a crime with a gun, when it's like an African-American doing it in the name of Black Lives Matter. But let let it be a, a black person doing it in a name that's not the name of Black Lives Matter, he'll say it didn't happen. He'll say it's a slaps. So it's like, what do you, I mean, make up your mind. And don't sit there and say you're exploiting the victims when you do the same thing or when you don't care about the victims. It's not an even playing field is what you're saying. Yeah. And you can't not be balanced. willing to talk. Huh? He's not being balanced. Yeah. And most of the ones aren't. They're willing to call you a hypocrite for something that's not hypocrisy, but when it actually is, they they don't want to see it. And it wouldn't bother me so much if it was actual hypocrisy, but when people don't want to call out real hypocrisy and then they have fake ones, that's when I speak out against it. Right. No, no I think no I understand what you're saying. Like it, uh, a, a fair, uh, like a fair-weathered friend, depending on if it suits your own personal. Agenda. Yeah. Stephen Critter. Oh, I just looked him up because honestly, I'd never heard of him before. Can you let me know if this is who you're speaking of? Stephen Blake uh, Crowder is an American Canadian conservative political commenter, media host, and comedian. So yeah, that's what not I'm who about. you're referring to. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, well, thank you uh, for that input. I, you know, uh, what do you guys? What is? What does our table? Thank God. No, you're part of our table right now, so you feel free to stay on with us, okay? Okay. Richard, James, Tina? Gun control. And hypocrisy. Was he speaking of Louder Than Crowder uh, talk show out of Michigan? Um, he's named Stephen Crowder, but I'm not sure. That, yeah, yeah, it's Louder Than Crowder. 
I have listened to his broadcast many times, and I have not found him to be anything more than for the Constitution and for individual rights as described in the Bill of Rights, uh, my own personal opinion of, of listening to him. Huh. Okay. Well, that would be interesting uh, he, he, to... Um... He is very much a patriot if you want to, quote-unquote, group him with the people trying to stand for Trump and expose the corruption and the voter, voter fraud. He is very much on board with that, without a doubt. Okay, uh, he, I mean, there's something that this, that, that this man uh, has heard. Right. And I'm just saying that, I've that, listened to him over the last 30 days pretty religiously. Uh huh. If it's indeed the same person. Huh. Okay, so that's what you've heard. Um. Okay, that's that's fine. That's interesting. So, I imagine there's something that this other gentleman has heard. I'm sorry. What is your name, sir? Khalil. Yeah. What's your name, sir? Khalil. Hello. My name's Sorry, Khalil. Need to not have the background. Okay, so I'm sure that there's something that you've heard that would validate what you what you said. Um, that uh, unfortunately we, we don't have those in front of us right now. We'd yeah. like to keep you on, but we need that background noise. Um, uh, it sounds like it might be your daughter, but we need that. We need you to be in a very quiet space, otherwise the producer is going to have to mute you. Hello. Marty, do you have somebody else that you'd like to that you can bring on, please, and offer some comments? I, David Arndt just had sent uh, to me that he's trying to get on. Uh, it's a 405 number or uh, whoever else is on with uh, lighting up the boards, Marty. Let me see if I can see if Marty's active right now. Yes, what can you hear me? Hey. Yes. Hi, can we let um, somebody else on? I know we've got some more that want to come on. Very interesting hearing yes, what, we, what others have to uh, bring to the conversation. Okay. You got area code 434. You're live and on the air. Okay. Thanks, Marty. Hey. Mm-hmm. hey. I, um, Hello, I thank you really... for calling in. Oh, hi. How's it going? Good. And would you like to give your name? And uh, we appreciate you listening in and offering some input. Uh, and where are you from? Khalil, and I'm from Charlottesville, Virginia, not too far from Washington, D.C. Okay. Okay. Have you been to any of those rallies? Which rallies? Any. <laughs> I've been to You're not too an far Obama from rally. Washington, D.C. Huh? I've been to an Obama rally, and I've been to some okay. protests. Good for you. All right, good for you. And um, thank you for calling, and we'd love to hear uh, what you have to say about oversight and undersight. Thank you. Um, are, am I on live now? Yes, you are. You're on, you're on live with Marty Oakley's TS Radio Network as well as Stephen Burke's 89.9 Lighthouse Christian Radio. Yeah, and one of the things I um, – I notice is there needs to be a little bit more also discretion with officers 
because I did speak with you not too long ago, but it was on something different, so I wanted to change the subject. There needs to be like officers that are police officers need to use discretion when telling someone to get back or using force on somebody. Like if they are um, like beating somebody up or and they're just brutally beating somebody, they have no right to put a point their club or their gun at somebody that's trying to stop them. That should be an extra charge. They should be charged for brutalizing a person, but they should have an extra charge for, yeah. And they should have the extra charge for stopping the person who's doing, who's stopping them from doing wrong. I've seen that in LA. And when the officer pulled the, put the club, the club on the person that was trying to stop him from beating this mentally ill person, it made me mad. It made me mad. He was beating this mentally ill person, but it made me madder when he, when he wanted to, use force on the person that was doing that was trying to stop it. It's the same thing when this officer um, told the EMT to back off when he was trying to subdue, when he was tasering this person that was out of his mind. It's like, how dare you use force <clears throat> on somebody because they want to stop you from doing something wrong? It's basically the same thing as when a criminal does that. You know, it's like you have no right to even yell at them to, to back off. Like if you if you're endangering if you're trying to stop them from let's say you have to make a righteous arrest or a lawful arrest or you have mm-hmm. to use lawful force you have the right mm-hmm. then to tell a person to back off but once you step out that scope you don't have the right no matter how you're doing it or whether you're on the job or not to be threatening other people who are trying to get in jump in you should be charged for that too. I mean, okay, um, if other people are trying to jump in on a uh, uh, some kind of criminal activity that's going on, is that what you're referring to? Yeah, like if his office is violating somebody's rights, I don't care if they are beating somebody up. I don't care if they're doing it outside the scope of their duties or inside. If oh, they're I doing care it, if they're doing it outside of the scope of, uh, of I do. their duties. I do, but what I'm saying is I don't care if they're off-duty. I should say that, off-duty or on-duty. Um, if they're doing it, doing something wrong to brutalize somebody, they shouldn't be, you know, they shouldn't even arrest the person for trying to stop them from doing something wrong. So I even um, called the St. Petersburg police because they arrested a parent for, um, arrested two parents because they tried to stop the the um, parent from saying something about the officer pushing their child. And I, I made a big fuss oh, about that. Oh, now I see what you're saying. Coming to the defense of somebody who was, who is is appearing to be a victim of excessive force. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, the officer has okay. no right to you retaliate against them. I don't really care if they're an officer or not. You know, that's like, that's the same thing as a civilian doing the same thing. I don't mm-hmm. like when anybody does that, police officer or not. Don't right. just right. You're going to try to break up them. something that's happening that's wrong. Yeah, I curse an officer out if if they're off duty, only if they're off duty, and I knew they they did that. Okay. You know. Yeah, I mean it's important to know what the situation is and and and. Um, what you're walking into if you don't know that. That's really important because you don't want to put your own life at risk and you certainly don't want to prohibit the officer from doing their job. But if you know uh, what this is all about and you see excessive force, uh, 
patriots need to stand up for each other. And, you know, you can be a patriot and go to Obama rallies. Uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, there are, you know what I mean? I, I, I think sometimes the word patriot seems to uh, be, uh, appear to be, you know, used with the word, you know, conservative or Republican, but a patriot is a patriot. And I, yeah. and if you're, and if you are um, a witness to uh, the denial of somebody's human and civil rights, uh, I, I can't say I don't blame you yeah, for saying what you're saying. It makes me mad. And that I it can appreciate me, that. It makes me mad when people try to stop other people from coming to someone else's defense. I, you yeah. know, that makes me madder than someone doing something wrong is when they, you know, try to you know, use force on somebody or tase them or point their weapons at them because they're trying to stop them from doing something wrong. It's like, you know, yeah. screw you. Tell me about it. And that and that takes guts to step in and do that. But the person has no right to retaliate. I mean, it shouldn't be. There's, there's like, you know, it's like there should be extra consequences when you retaliate against somebody for doing something, for stopping you from doing something wrong. Yeah, just as much as, you know, um, civilians are char, uh, in in many instances, are given extra charges or additional charges for um, hurting a police officer, you know, uh, and we know that happens, right? I I believe as well that it should go the other way, too. If you have a police officer that is uh, imposing abuse of power, then they, too, should uh, be penalized uh, additionally than uh, what a civilian would be because they're abusing their power. (laughs) Don't you think so? Yeah. And to me, stopping someone, stopping using force against someone that's stopping brutality, that's abuse of power too. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a, you know, if there are any police officers uh, that are listening right now, we'd love to hear from you. Um, we'd love to hear from you. So make sure that you uh, press number one. We'd love to hear. We'd love to hear what you have to say. And there's, I know a lot of great police officers, but I also, um, as you know, this this table uh, is aware of, you know, um, gone after a lot of really bad ones. And um, and so it's really important to have this accountability and, again, not have immunity for those that are purposely denying the uh, processes of, um, uh, of civility. Um, Stephen Burke, do we have you on? I think you had a comment that you wanted to uh, offer in regard to you. Can, and, sir, you are on our panel right now, so feel free to stay. Um, okay. Thank you for your comments and your input. I, I think it's great. Uh, Stephen Burke, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? How are you me? doing? I I can I'm hear just... you. I think we can all. Yeah. So you have some input on um, social media and whatnot. Yeah. Social media is intended for public use. It's not a site or a service that was designed for promoting your own personal viewpoints to <laughs> billions of people and allowing billions of users with. A, one certain viewpoint or your viewpoint to post whatever they want, but not allowing the billions on the other side of the fence to have a voice to post their viewpoint because it doesn't fit your agenda. Facebook's become nothing more 
than a platform for communists, homosexuals, Muslims, abortionists, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and any other godless thug to say or display anything they want. But you're not even allowed to comment if you disagree with what they said. We have a First Amendment in the United States of America that guarantees the right of differing viewpoints to be expressed on public media or in person. And they're not allowing it to be done, and if they're not going to allow it to be done, they need to be shut down. If necessary, completely shut down, as in don't exist no more. That's, That's what the Constitution requires on a public media like that. Yeah, so it, it, uh, I, I, I tend to agree with your view. I, I really do. I, I, I completely agree because, I mean, I don't think I'm overly sensitive when I say I feel violated. Um, and, you know, uh, as far as having, you know, your, your voice heard, uh, I mean, there's a reason why I started the, um, you know, the platform for where your voice is heard and your story is told because far too many of us know uh, what it's like to be um, – for our voice to be suffocated and, and cause great harm. Well, so, I'll yeah, give you an example. People... Go ahead. There was a, a Muslim group posted a picture of themselves with a, a big knife in one hand and somebody's head in their other hand that they just cut off. It's posted on Facebook. Facebook didn't care about that. I posted a comment under it, and they blocked my account for several days because I posted a comment under that, but they left the post of the Muslim holding the dead person's head, full-color picture, on Facebook. They did not remove it. Oh, my gosh. If that isn't an example, I don't know what is. Did you happen to screenshot that? I sure did. I've got about 20-something thousand pictures on my phone, but it's on there somewhere, and several other examples just as bad. You know, it makes you wonder, you know, should there be class action suits by individuals that actually have been censored through bias, personal beliefs of the um, head honcho. Uh, I, I, I tell you what, it just, I've watched him you know, in hearings, and I just think he's so pompous. You know, I, I mean, if I was his mother, I'd probably put him in a, a, a perpetual timeout. I don't care how old he is. Probably is. <laughs> um, but I, I, I remember hearing him say not that long ago, you, you know, as if it, as if he was not responsible for it or couldn't do it, anything about it. It has to do with algorithms. Well, I've got news for you. You can definitely manipulate those algorithms, and that is exactly they've done, and it's exactly what we have heard um, uh, them them saying uh, in their little meetings. And there's been proofs of of this as to you know what they're going to talk about and what they're not going to talk about. Just like with CNN, you know. I mean, that's I believe there needs to be. Full disclosures of, okay, right now it's a narrative. This is what I believe. This is my view, right? But guess what? Now, this is – these are the facts that we know. I think we need to learn how to um, – and that it needs to be 
somehow legislated to uh, hold accountable the difference between the views and uh, and things that actually have happened. You know, like nobody is going to sit there and hypothesize while they're actually citing uh, various actions that have happened. Just say what's happened, well, can... and then you can say, okay, now just this is my full disclosure. This is what I think, and then go ahead, go on your little narrative fairy tale trip, okay? Um, or yeah. go on your, you know, I think that that's got to happen. Because... I can give you another example that happened this week. Okay. I posted an article on Facebook about Trump's 2018 executive order allowing him to do certain things about the uh, election fraud. Okay. Three people seen it and shared it before Facebook shut it down and told me that my post goes against their their uh, guidelines. Their their guidelines and all that nonsense because it's false information. Well, it was exactly what Trump did, and all that stuff's documented. How how am I promoting false information? Tanya. Mm. Okay. We um all right, I have a yes, James, and then Thomas, I heard you. I just got your message. Thank you very much. So we'll get you on. Uh David Arnk, are you there as well? I'm here. Okay, David. Hi, David Arnk is with us. James, what were you going to say? And then I'm gonna have um well, I was a gentleman who has a police officer's view who's gonna offer um his, uh, I just got a message from him, and he's going to give his uh, experiences, So, which I appreciate because that's exactly what I asked for. Uh, so, James, what were you going to say? I was going to play devil's advocate for a second just with the, the issue. The subject matter of what's being censored or not censored, that's really irrelevant to the root or the principle of it. For example, your own show right here tonight, you. You don't have to allow me to come on. And I'm saying me, James Tree. You don't have to allow me to come on. You don't have to listen to me give an opinion or fact about anything that you don't want to. Correct? Yeah. So yeah, why are right we though? trying so why so why are we trying to censor someone else again through more government, more legislation, more what when you simply don't have to use that platform, whether you are the host or the owner of TNT or whether I'm the audience participating. Well, I, I think I'm going to go back to what Stephen had said as far as the, the definition uh, with, with social media. Um, you know, Well, that's just a label. It, it still comes down well, to the rights of the show or the rights of the platform or the ownership of the platform and the opinions of the platform. But but when it ha- when it literally reaches a point of interfering with the opinions uh, of of the voters that genuinely don't know any better, and it has reached such masses. Um, again, I mean, there are suits that are filed for a reason. And and I believe that there are very valid reasons, and I only wish 
you know, again, the antitrust laws. And, and I only wish that they were filed uh, long before. Now, um, I asked for a, a stay with us. We're all we're all on the uh, we're all on this uh, roundtable here. Anybody who has been on can stay on. Um, David Arndt, I know you've been a police officer, so I'm going to want you to chime in on this too. Um, and we have right now we have Thomas. Let me see, Thomas Kennedy the third. The third. I hope you don't mind that I didn't ask your permission, uh, but is it (laughs) – I hope you don't mind. We got you on. I gave your name. Uh, It's always somebody's option to remain anonymous or not. Would you like to come on and and, uh, give your opinion? Really appreciate you reaching out. Yes. Okay. Hi. Hi. So – what are, what are your thoughts, um, Thomas? Uh, would you like to say where you're from? Oh, sorry, this is not Thomas. Sorry about that. I um, I got so confused. Um, this is my first time on the show, so. Um, That's okay. And and who are you, please? Um, this is the first. This is the guy I talked to the first two times. Sorry about that. I'll, I'll let oh. someone else go, and then I'll come back. Okay. Um, Thomas Kennedy, are are you on the third? Are you on? Um, did you press one by any chance? Yes, I did. You've got Thomas area Kennedy. code, okay, and five one three. Okay, hi there. Is waiting. Welcome, welcome to our show. Thanks so much for for uh, taking the time to reach out and give your opinion or give your personal experiences. Better yet. Hello. What's going on with the phones? Well, we'll, we'll find out in a moment. Marty, uh, who was calling in? I'm. I'm. Hello. We have Eric. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, my name is Tom Kennedy. Go ahead. Hi. Thank okay. you for calling. Hi. Appreciate it. Sure. Taking the time. Well, listen, so, I really do appreciate it. Right. Uh, um, I appreciate you also following uh, our uh, Facebook group, which I host, uh, Blue Lives Matter of Upstate New York. Yes, sir. Um, they do. Now they do. Yeah, and the, your your caller, which I uh, I respect his uh, uh, opinion, um, but I can't disagree more. Um, that we that was talking about uh, police officers brutalizing somebody, and somebody should be allowed to uh, um, interject themselves if they don't think it's something is right, um, is a recipe for disaster. Um, in New York State, we have what's called a criminal procedure law. When when a police officer is in his official duties. Now, you can record him. You can give testimony against if you don't like what he does, but you cannot interject yourself into that situation because now you become an aggressor that we must deal with. So it's a very uh, – I can understand people uh, don't like how police officers do their job, but believe me, we're trained to well, do Well, I that. like how they do their job. I definitely like how they're doing their job the majority of the time, sure. sir. I just want you to Absolutely. know that. It's, it yeah. is the exception to the rule um, right. that sticks out like a doggone sore thumb, and it really roughens up people's views. Yep. Well, in my, in my case, my family, my, my grandfather got off the boat from Dublin and became a New York City cop. My whole family is either, is, are, are either state troopers, uh, mm-hmm. state county deputies, uh, DEA agents, uh, correction officers. So, you know, I, I know what I speak, 
And when I tell you that um, there is no good cop who hates a bad cop more. Right. And, you know, and that's just, and, and that's not really a platitude. That's a, that's a truth because that bad cop can get us killed on the street. Yep. Yeah. So, and, and, and believe me when I tell you, we do police our own and it's taken care of. And many, many uh, people uh, go on to different professions that, because this profession isn't the profession for everybody. Right. But, mm-hmm. but for the faint of heart. Right. Here's the biggest thing that really bothers me more with all the stuff that's going on in this. And when you talk about overreach and of, of the government mm-hmm. is one thing that they can be doing is teaching our kids. And if you remember back in the day when we had dare officers uh, and yes. you know, talk kids, a bit, bad things well, about drugs. I don't know that. We have that right now up in New Hampshire where my, where my kids um, grew up and it's still happening and it's thrilling. Love it. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. There's some local – that happened everywhere, and that used to be. Uh, During the Ronald Reagan years, I'm kind of dating myself a little bit, but, um, you know, uh, uh, Nancy Reagan was – you remember to just say no, everybody got, you know, crazy about that, but it's a true thing. You know, it's something that that kids – it was easily understood. So now we got – we have these localities now that are are, – like out – if you go out in uh, Portland and all these places out in Oregon – now it's, uh, you know, you can get more trouble not wearing a mask than doing heroin. So it's crazy. those days, yeah, those days are escaping us. But go, going back to what I was talking about, every one of these incidents that happened this year, George Floyd, uh, that uh, creep down in uh, Atlanta, um, and uh, that guy out in uh, Wisconsin, every single one of the things, if they had just listened to the orders of the police officer, they would be here today. What we're not, what you're seeing is now is everybody saying, uh, "Oh, we, we we don't have to comply with the police officer." Just like like not bringing this other gentleman in your head earlier, but he was talking about interjecting himself because he didn't like the way a police officer did his job. Now, the bottom line is we have to give our law enforcement the tools and the respect to do the job. If they don't do it, believe me, <laughs> you can't have an incident where somebody's not recording it, and. Right. What we have to be teaching our kids in school is to comply. When an officer gives you an order, it's not a, it's not, it's not a wish. It's not a, you know, please, can you do this? If a, if a police officer gives you a certain specific order to do something, you do it. There's plenty of options for you to uh, challenge that in court and every other place. You know, public opinion, social media, you, you, know, you can challenge anywhere you want. But at that instant, where that officer is giving you an order, many times that's a life and death order. And if you don't comply with that okay, order, so, so okay, so so I'll interject a little bit here. Just sure. um, I'm looking for is there a time when there's an exception to the rule? What rule? Of not interjecting. Give me, give me an instance. Give me an instance. Okay. Oh boy! Now that's hard for me to do, but I'm I'm, I'm going to try to come up with something. All right, all right. Just okay. hold on. You, okay. you know, I mean, if you see, oh, okay. For instance, now I 100% agree with you about um, putting yourself in the way 
of um, an apprehension and, and whatnot. You know, look, I'm, I'm, I've got a brother who's been a DA for 35-plus years, and he's a good one. He's one of the good ones. Mm-hmm. Not all of them are, sure. but there's a lot of them that are, okay? Um, plenty of friends that are police officers, and then there's sure. others that sure. I have publicly gone after because of the absolutely vile crimes that have been committed and are being committed, and that actually includes corrections officers, the ones mm-hmm. that are acting in malfeasant ways, okay? So um, you got to remember, no, let me, let me you, you intervene so, so just, in, okay. Okay. No, I just want to just say, we can't, we can't, under, uh, police officers, correction officers, everybody's human. You got bad cops, you yes. got bad doctors, you got bad look. Absolutely. So, I mean, I, yeah, so I mean, I understand, but so we always have to look in the context that everybody's a human being. And, you know, there's a lot of things. And, I, now, and I'm not making excuses for anybody. I'm just saying we've got to start there as a premise. But okay, so I just wanted to – it's a pet peeve of mine. But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no I, I'm just saying if, if you are um, – and I can respect that because it's kind of like, you know, you see a car accident, right? Say so you're on right. – uh, you stop because you're taking care of this car accident scene and whatnot, and then all the people are freaking falling down. And, and what does that do? Oh my god! Oh my god! I, oh my I, listen, god. I can't tell you how many times that happens where someone's rubbernecking yeah. <laughs> and they get they get rear-ended, right? Oh yeah, yeah that happens so, all the time. Yeah, so people keep moving, keep moving, right? Yeah. Right. But hey, Tanya. See. Yes. You mind if I Yes, my name's Tanya. Go go huh? right ahead. Who is this? This is Rich. I'm still here. Oh, hey, Rich. Rich. Okay, go ahead and interject. Please do. Well, the you know, the the, the first caller was talking uh, about the police officers, and now you have a police officer on there that's, you know, got plenty of years. I've never been a police officer. Uh, I've served in the military. I've served in the National Guard, and we've been in some of the same situations. The problem with people intervening, like he said, first of all, if you don't know the entire circumstances of that entire scene of how that got to where it's at when you see it, you have no idea that officer has a right to use lethal force if lethal, lethal force is being used on them. Now, I know there's some scenarios. Once the individual has been has been obtained or you know handcuffed, then contained. You know, right. Yeah, there's no yeah. there's no more beating. There's no more. But if 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 they are attacked, they have the right to to protect themselves and the people that that they're around that whole scene. So when you walk up on a scene, if you do not know the entire situation of that scene, you have no right to make any judgment or any intervene in any way because you do not know what happened prior to that officer or those officers doing what they're doing at that point. You know, but you still have the right at that point, if you don't, if you don't agree with what the officer is doing, is to record it and ask yes. questions later. But we have no problem with that. Yes. Yes, sir. And it goes back, but and like you said, too. Caller who, who brought this up, caller who brought this to our attention, are you there, and would you like to just do, are you, do you have, can you agree with some of what you're hearing? What would you like some to of say it. back? Some of it, but okay. not all of it. I, I would I would curse an officer out if they're off the, off the clock, and they, they tried to, to stop somebody from, like, let's say, like I said, like if they're just brutalizing someone when they're in handcuffs, and they they try to put their club or draw their taser on someone that's trying to stop them. I would curse them out if they're off duty, 
because that's that's when you have no right to try to stop. I don't care if you're an officer or not. Well, I think an but officer I'm not trying off to... duty is actually always on duty to a certain degree. Yeah, we're on duty 24 hours a day. Maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I have nothing against you guys. I I believe you're such a good officer, and and some of the officers don't even want like this happened in Las Vegas, and this officer arrests somebody for filming, and they were filming misconduct, and that burned me up. Uh, yeah. Well, you listen. Let me, let me and that's me, where okay, that I understand the rule lies. Wouldn't you say? Huh? Oh, I, I agree with that. I agree. But here's the thing: is what I would say is, and here's the thing: I, just listening to what you said, and that's why I, I asked Tanya to speak, was this thing about cursing people out. You know, we've got to come from the, uh, the, the, like I said, as I said, the premise of being human beings. You know, this officer might have just gotten off of a, a, a baby murder. He might have just gotten off seeing horrific things that you can't even, uh, I couldn't even explain them to you right now. Things that I've seen that would, it would just, I never forget. Just like the, the fellow that was in the military. You know, you, you cannot um, um, treat people with such a disrespect that you're going to elicit an emotion and then say, oh, well, you see, look at that guy who was, was, was giving me a hard time. I'm just saying to you, if you have a disagreement with an officer, many times if you just say to him, hey, after it's all said and done, say, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? And I'm, it, nine times out of ten, they'll talk to you. I would just give you that as a suggestion, sir. I will. Like, I, I try not to dish out what I can't take. Like, you as an officer, if I, if I insulted you, I would expect you to curse me out. No, that's that's not how we do things. No. You you have a right to you have a right <laughs> to your opinion. You you could say whatever you want to me. I could care less. Uh, it's it's if it's threatening or if it if it if it's an interfering. That's the only time. <laughs> your opinion. Your first of all, your opinion to me, personal opinion, doesn't mean anything because I don't know you. Right. I, I don't want to disrespect you though. No, I like you. you shouldn't. Oh, I appreciate that. But here's the thing: what I'm saying to you is, when you start doing that stuff, people are going to look at you like you're something's wrong with you. So I would just give you that as a suggestion, and you take it the way it is. And and I and I and I hope that you never encounter an officer that that gives you a hard time. I just I really do hope that. I've encountered okay, a few. Tanya. One of them had an attitude, and most of them are pretty cool. Like one of them had an attitude with me every time I would he would come to a stop, and sometimes he wouldn't even I would even call the ambulance for help and he would just come and he would just have an attitude and it's like he had a bunch of complaints on him and he he got like um he had a record and uh that's unfortunate unfortunate i i think that we we i think that we've come to a pretty decent meeting of the minds here between yeah. Oh, yeah. uh yeah. with this conversation and 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 i can't tell you how much i appreciate that um yeah you know and, and that's this is the this is exactly what this show is all about. Yeah, Richard. Can I say can I say one more thing on that? Then I'll, I'll let other people speak. Oh, you're go right ahead. Uh, I, I apologize, to the officer. I didn't. I don't remember his name. But anyway, Tom Kennedy. <laughs> he mentioned Tom. Okay, Tom. Nice to meet you. Uh, sure. They he mentioned something earlier when he first came on, and Tom said something about the police officers in the schools and. And, and the respect for the, the authority figure and understanding what police officers do. And I agree with that a hundred percent, but the biggest problem I see in, in this, this, our society now is that never even starts at home. You know, we can't expect our teachers to teach our kids everything about respect for uh, authority, for the law, the people that enforce the law. And like he said, if you do what the officer says, 
I guarantee you that 99% of the time there will not be an issue. Whether you like what he's telling you to do, unless it's unethical or anything like that, it's understandable. If he gives you an, a, a, a command that he needs you to do this, they, what they don't realize about those officers is every single time they go to any situation, their life, in their mind, their life is in danger. It can be, and they can die right then and there, whether it's a simple tra- tra- traffic uh, violation or going to someone's house for a complaint. Every single time. I know I have several police officer friends. It's every day. When they get up in the morning, they don't know if they're going to make it home that night. When they do that, they're doing that for their safety. Please step out of the car. You need to get out of the car. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Do what they tell you, and I promise you it will not be a bad situation. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. I cannot – you know how you you, um, asked if there was any police officers? Uh, Can I do the same thing? And who is this, please? Oh, this is Khalil. This is the one that's been stalk- talking. That's the one that's been talking. Oh, okay. I was wondering so go right could... ahead. And then, David Art, I want you to come on and interject, too, because you've also been a police officer. And I know you're – I think you're still on. I know you had your daughter in the background there, but uh, if you can, uh, feel free to uh, join us. Uh, so go ahead. Um, anybody that was at um, any, like, officer, like, federal – or state, federal, or like federal officer that's like, that was at the Obama rally, or any like local police officer that was at the Obama rally in Charlottesville. I was wondering if, like, if you remember, if like you remember me, and you remember like how you guys have helped me. I would appreciate you guys coming on there and speaking and interjecting. But I also want to thank you, like, to the federal officers, if, if in case it was like two officers. Like whether it's you had ATF. a problem, didn't you? Huh? There was an incident, wasn't there? It was. Um, I lost my phone and I was getting stressed out and I was getting anxiety. It was a hot day. <laughs> okay, uh, and you hot got days. those hot and... days. Are, those hot days are bad things. <laughs> Stresses yeah. everybody out. Believe me. Well, Tanya, well, I, I really appreciate you giving us. I, I I wasn't there, brother, so I can't I I can't, I can't tell you, but I tell you I, I do know a lot of the, the U.S. Capitol Police, and, and they are just outstanding people. Uh, they, I mean, the the training and, and the things that they go through to uh, accomplish their duties are just they're just outstanding law enforcement. So it doesn't surprise me that they help you. Excuse me, you know any ATF or U.S. Secret Service or like FBI? Sure, a lot. Uh, do, you, do you know of any um, agents that like they, one of them has a bald spot and and looks like Robert yeah. Downey Jr. <laughs> no, no. I, the other uh, one, I we appreciate you calling in, sir, but this gentleman <laughs> is not going to know um, the, the uh, who who you're speaking about. Um, and but, even if uh, I did, I wouldn't blanket, tell you. Thank you to those who helped. That's a really nice thing. I think that's a great yeah, thing. I appreciate it. I, I, I appreciate that. It's good, you know. You know, you know, good good words of uh, of praise uh, from c- civilians is the be- is the is the best tonic for a police officer. Believe me. And just going to we'll end yep. it by saying, uh, you know, if you see a police officer, uh, law enforcement Thanks. officer, deputy, correction officer, you know, shake your hands. Well, you know, you can't you can't shake your hands on this crazy you know stuff going on. But ah, just go up there and just just think. Yeah, I I do too. But anyway, uh, I don't want to tell anybody <laughs> do something that's uncomfortable for him. But anyway, 
um, you know, just go up there and express your, your, your thanks and your gratitude for their service. It goes a long, long way. Yeah. yeah, you're not very well supported right now in New York, are you? Well, we got a governor that's uh, beyond uh, beyond. So, and you, you got okay. to do the We can leave it at that because you, <laughs> sir, have identified yourself, or I took the privilege of identifying you. And, and that's okay. Uh, he knows he knows me well, man. <laughs> oh, but, uh, I kind of wish I was from. I kind of wish I was from New York instead of D.C. Sometimes. Oh boy! I don't know about that. I don't know about that, but but uh, no. Just just on a quick note, I knew uh, Andrew's father, Mario, uh, and he was a, he was a gentleman. This other guy, I, I have no respect for. But anyway, that's a personal wow. thing. Thank you for that. But, Thank you but, for that. Okay, listen, uh, we appreciate time, very, that. and I appreciate, appreciate you for service. Thank you very much, ma'am. You guys, I hope every have a good show, and and I do appreciate you giving me time to go on just to speak a little bit about the people I respect the most. I appreciate that, and have call. a good night. You too. Go ahead. Okay. Be safe. God bless. God bless everybody. You too. God bless. You too. Now, what what does everybody else think here? No comment. I'm gonna let some somebody else speak, and then I'll okay, chime well, in we, later. We want to thank you for bringing this to the show tonight, uh, because what we just witnessed here and what we just heard, I think, um, was an exchange that people need to have more often the way that you the way that you interacted the way that he interacted with you was what we need to see more often yeah person to person i mean i can't even begin to tell you that touches me more than uh you might realize and I just want to thank you for adding value to the show tonight. And um, and I, God bless, and we hope that you call in again. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. And be healthy, right. be well, and Merry Christmas. Thank you. <laughs> okay. thank you. David Arndt, are you there? Yes, Tanya, I'm here. Hey, what do you think about that, David? You want to introduce yourself and let our listeners know a little bit about you? Sure. For those that um, don't know who I am, I'm Dave Arndt, obviously, and um, I spent uh, many years in law enforcement as uh, myself and then uh, have uh, become a uh, a, um, uh, a criminal. I, I, I would call – as Oklahoma would call me a criminal for following the law, and this is where we talk about government overreach and underreach, a criminal in Oklahoma for following – Law, and so let me just say a couple of things on on. I appreciate the the discourse that just transpired, and 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 I think all of what I was going to say about that was spot on with what everybody had to say. I think the biggest issue that I believe it was Ralph had hit on was we don't know context, and it's very dangerous to interject ourselves in a situation where we don't know context. All of this Facebook videos that we see about police officers, we don't ever ever see the beginning of the of the video we only see what media wants to see or what the or where they begin recording and when we walk up to a scene and it looks like a police officer is beating the crap out of somebody whether or not they are or not the best thing i would say is hey i'm here can i help you you know as a citizen because i've had citizens walk up and say hey you know 
if we can get the guys to do, then I'm not have to beat the crap out of them anymore. You know, and then we've kind of now if the officer's like, nope, just stay away because you know you never know. You don't you don't know what the situation entails, and everybody's you right. You get hurt either. Uh-huh. Exactly, and everybody's right if we comply. Now I posted a video earlier on Facebook about a California officer that uh, you, you the video starts where the officers grab some guy's backpack and holding him and and telling him you know he's being detained, and then he tells him he's. The reason he's being detained is because he's eating in public. It's a California law. Now, immediately, eating, eating, eating yeah, it was on the, the rail station or whatever. So we're talking about, again, policy versus, but yeah, the, it was. if you watch overreach. the video I posted so on Facebook. this is overreach. Is that what we're overreach. referring to? Okay. Absolutely. So now, the officer. Want, before I forget, if you want, would you like to let, because we're running out of time. Oh, goodness. No. Would you like to let people know what your page is? Uh, you, you know, do you want somebody to follow you that's listening so they can see that video? It's up to you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, my my Facebook page is uh, well, I guess it's Dave Arnter. I think it's actually Working for God is what my my uh, if you search Working for God that you'll be able to see that. And um, just to you know to kind of quick comment on that, the officer himself was very controlled, but the the reason why he stopped him again was a little bit questionable in my opinion um and and to go on i didn't really comment about the officer himself and it, it was more about that government overreach but i think we've gotten into and i'll make my comment about overreach we've gotten into a a very little uh, time oklahoma. just have a couple minutes okay go ahead oklahoma especially uh I, I guess it would be with any state where we've gotten into this point where we don't want accountability we don't want our government doesn't want to be um, uh, want to to uh, be held itself accountable and doesn't want to be transparent, and so therefore that creates this system where uh, everybody's passing the buck. And so, anyways, I, I didn't have much time. To... <laughs> more, yeah, more than Oklahoma, absolutely. I'm all, I can only speak from yeah. personal experience on Oklahoma. Yeah. And you and you have done a great job, but unfortunately, nothing's been turned around yet for you. Um, and uh, and and uh, you've got a story to tell. There's no doubt about it. And uh, it's time that those in office did a better job listening, because you know they are representatives of we the people. And it's you and That's me so- and everybody else on here individually that is not appointed or voted into office. That we are the people. So there's a difference between we the people, that um, those that are voted into office and whatnot, that they represent we the people, but do they? Well, they're supposed to, but they don't. Plenty of them don't. And this is where we have a crossroads. So needing Mm -hmm. to make what's wrong right. Right. Uh, and so we are the people. Um, so it's my understanding, I only recently learned this, that we're using the phrase we the people um, in a wrong manner uh, far too often. And I have, if I went back and I changed it, I'd be spending at least a day everywhere that I've written we the people. So we are the people. We are the people. That's right. 
29. I want to thank each and every one of our regular contributors and new contributors for coming on tonight. I think you made it uh, a phenomenal show with all these insights and inputs, and I want to welcome you back anytime. And I'd like to welcome, uh, thank our new callers uh, that came on and uh, offered insight and a great union uh, of, uh, of different thoughts and processes. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Tanya Talks, News and Views of TS Radio Network and Stephen Burks, 89.9 KLRB-FM. I invite you all to tune in on Tuesday night at 7.30 Eastern. Oh, forgive me, 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central, 6.30 Mountain, and 4.30 Pacific. Titani Talks, where your voice is heard and your story is told, where we will have DJ Botica back on, who broke open and won a suit against the corrections officers. I want everybody to stay safe. God bless. Good night. And feel free, if you think that you have a story to share with us, to send it to Journey to Justice. One word, journeytojustice at gmail.com. Good night, everybody. God bless. Love you and love you, Mom. Thanks for tuning in.